Hey, what's going on? It's Vinny here. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fridays with Vinny. We are back once again, my friends. We are back again. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I am not as full of energy as I hoped I would be recording this podcast today. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not like super drowsy. It's just, uh, Normally, normally when I record these, these are like, you know, right after either, usually they're either, if they're recorded on Friday, it's like, you know, Friday around 9, 10 in the morning, um, versus like, you know, if it's on, you know, Wednesday, like this one is usually, it's like, you know, around, around 6, 6.30, you know, it's, uh, not, not like super early or anything, but like, uh, you know, it's, it's in the evening after supper. I've, you know, just finished cooking. Everything's taken care of. I'm ready for the podcast. Um, but today, today gets started. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's 730, which is only an hour later, but I've had time because I've, I had to, I had to get Silas the, taken care of, had to get him to bed. Um, so now it's 730 PM and I'm drowsy. All I want to do is sit back, have a, uh. Have a have a have a um a, you know a tequila something or or what I'm having right now have a white Russian have some kind of drink and just relax and you know watch YouTube or something but uh instead I'm out here doing podcast but uh we'll we'll take a look at what do you do what do you do boys what do you do uh anyway happy Friday happy Friday guys hope your week has been freaking fabulous. I know mine hasn't. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way things go for me. It's just like last week. Like obviously, I complain about them on the podcast. I'm sure. I don't remember because like I delete stuff as soon as it happens. Like as soon as it's posted, it's like deleted. But um, I'm sure I complain about last week. But from what I remember, it was a pretty decent week. But uh, this week, on the other hand. I shouldn't complain, but I'm going to anyway, because there's a lot of petty stuff, a lot of petty stuff, guys, a lot. I think it started bad on Sunday, because I had a pretty good weekend, right? Like I got stuff done, I got um, a couple tracks, the first few tracks, not first few, but like first few that are like officially finished tracks from the new album are done, and they're sent over to Peter so that he can do the mixing and mastering, and I was excited about that, everything was going good. Um, and then Sunday, you know, church wasn't too annoying, mostly because I was able to, like, you know, sit out with Silas, because Silas was a little upset, and I was like, alright, let's go back to the nursery, and, and we can play toys, and I don't, I don't have to hear, <laughs> I don't have to hear religion today, so, because of that, everything is going good, so everything was fine, and then of all things, we go over to my mom, dad's, you know, for, you know, we were uh, shooting bows, then we were having coffee, and then we stayed for supper. But, like, I don't know, I don't know why or what from, but I just got a panic attack. And I have not had one of those for quite a while. I get anxiety plenty. Like, that is, like, a Vinnie Hearted special. It's like, would you like some anxiety to go with that, sir? It's like, don't mind if I do. All right. Um, but this was, like... This was like a little bonus, you know? You know, like you find a little onion ring in your french fries, and you're like, well, not what I expected, but, you know, we'll take that too, I guess. Uh, it was just like, 
I don't know. It was, it was weird. And uh, I haven't had a lot of panic attacks. So I don't really know how to deal with them. I, I don't know what it is about being around people that just stresses me out so much. I think part of it is that like, you know, I mean, I'm forced to throughout the week be around people to an extent. You know, obviously I'm, I'm a construction worker. I'm an electrician. So it's not like I have to be like around a ton of people. It's not like I'm in customer service where I have to deal with one person every 10 minutes. But, uh, you know, still, you are around people. So then I think just like when I go home, it's not that I don't want to be around anyone because that's not quite true, right? Like, uh, you know, I want to I see my wife. I want to see my son. But like ever since Sunday this week, you know, this past Sunday, Ever since then, every day when I get home, it's just like, it's too much. It's too much, you know. I'm still, I'm still fatigued. I can't deal with people right now. I can't, I can't. <laughs> even the ones closest to me, it's just like, eh, I need space. I need space. Just leave me alone for a while. But, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what all this is for. I wish I knew, right? Because you always kind of want to know, like, uh. You know, is this is this something from my childhood? Is it something that my parents did? I mean, I'm <laughs> every anytime you say that, people, you know, you always kind of get the impression like, oh, you blame your parents for your problems. Like, no, they did the best they could. They did a good job, I think. I don't know. I mean, I guess they wouldn't think they would since I didn't turn out exactly like maybe they wanted. But you know, I mean, I'm an upstanding citizen. I go to work and hold a job. But you voted for Biden. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to choose the lesser of two evils. And, uh, yeah, that's what we got. <laughs> Not that it made a difference. I live in South Dakota. You think that made any difference? When you learn how elections work in America, it's just like, this isn't rigged, but it might as well be. Because, like, as long as, you know, 51% of people in the state go for one candidate, they got all the points. doesn't matter what you yourself vote. People like to look at statistics and be like, oh, if all these people voted, we'd, we'd flip the more voting polls. It's like, of course you would. If everyone, <laughs> if everyone in America voted for the candidate I want, our candidate would win. It's like, yeah, that's how voting works. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Electoral College. Uh, I never get that. When, like, people are just like, oh, it's just all Winnie's fault because he voted for... I was like, no, my vote made no, literally no difference. Like, oh, you made some difference. Yeah. Instead of 34% of people, 34.5% of people voted for Biden. I don't know why I gave myself a full 0.5%. It's more like 0.01? I mean, ah, booger. It's time for math, boys. It's time for math. Population... Of South Dakota. What's the population of South Dakota? Eight thousand. Eight well, eight hundred thousand eight hundred eighty-four. Let's uh, let's do some math, guys. <coughs> oh, how do we turn this into a percentage? <sighs> Screw it. I'm not. I'm not doing that in my head. I'm looking up percent calculator. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, let's copy the number in there. Okay. 
Uh, here we go. Percent calculator from calculator.net. Um, okay, no. What is, I want to know what the percentage of one is what percent of eight? <laughs> okay, calculate. Uh, point zero 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 one. So yeah, I mean, I think although I don't think eight hundred thousand people voted. From what I saw, it was around three hundred thousand is the total votes that came in. Um, so I guess one of like around three hundred thousand would be more like it because a lot of people didn't vote. A lot of people too young. So it's point zero 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 three percent so uh yeah needless to say i didn't make that much <laughs> i didn't make that much of a difference guys is uh is there like a i should look this up on facebook let's check out facebook boys is there like a democrat group like for south dakota actually let me just look on google because it'll show up on both whoa so many notifications uh, for those of you who uh, are in Rapid City like me, local listeners, uh, you might be interested to hear. Cave Collective is having its grand reopening, and I'm excited about that. I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. Um, let's try to look up. Okay. The Democrats. Democrats. Let's group. Let's go group, maybe. Um, uh, I mean, there's stuff for the Democratic Party. Are there even... Here's an interesting. What is it like to be a Democrat in South Dakota State? <clears throat> All right. Uh, Pierre, South Dakota. Okay, blah, blah, blah. South Dakota State Legislator has only 11 Democrats, while the other 94 legislators are Republicans. Jeez-um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're a minority. It's like, no. 49% of people in America voted for Trump. And that's like... Don't get me wrong. That 1% is still like, you know, 1 point something million. So, you know, he lost the popular vote by quite a few. And he lost the electoral by a bit. But, um, yeah. you the Republicans are not a minority whatsoever. It's certainly like their ideals are dying out. But that's because your ideals are like, you know, don't let gay people get married. You know, trans people aren't, you know, aren't legitimate. And it's like, yeah, when you when you center your whole, <laughs> I, your whole political ideology around being a bigot, of course it's going to kind of die out. You know? Gosh. Somebody took some pictures of the uh, Abe's feed and seed and edited them here. Um, why am I even seeing this? I don't, I'm not, am I friends with this person? Oh, I am. Okay. They were like mutuals with uh, the people from Cave Collective. Uh, for the record, I'm excited about that. I'm excited because um, they're reopening. I'm finally going to be able to get back going to events there. And I know I didn't, I didn't go much before. Mostly because it was just like, I'm too lazy to do stuff. Especially, it's always on a weekday. And I'm always working on a weekday. And then on weekends, I'm always with Jana doing stuff. But like, this time, this time will be different. <laughs> this time, I'm going to go, guys. This time, I'm going to do stuff. And uh, I'm going to go over there. And I'm going to see other bands. 
and but plus I got other stuff going on um, so I'm gonna go for some of those as well it'll be easier once I'm no longer you know have to drive 20 minutes to where we're working once that job is done but uh, we'll just see how it goes um, anywho in other news freaking I think I'm coming down with something, but I don't know what it is. I thought at first I had allergies because for the past freaking three, four weeks, I've had like a, you know, runny nose all, you know, a lot, not constantly, but enough that it's inconvenient. And in the mornings, you know, all that drainage will get in your throat and you're all messed up. But, um, yeah, today, this morning, I, you know, it felt like a full on cold. It's just like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, but then after, you know, after we got up, had breakfast, drink some water and coffee, uh, I was just like, hey, it's kind of going away a little bit. And so by the time I was, you know, headed to work, I was just like, you know, I'm still, I'm feeling a little bit, but like, it's not bad. But uh, then around nine o'clock in the day, I was just like, oh, that's not good. It's like, you know, that feeling in your throat where it's just like, why do I feel like, it's restricted and you like you feel like you need to loosen something. It's just like that. And it's like annoying. But uh I don't know. Every time like I, I drink something it's like you know, or eat something, it goes away for a while, then it comes back. It could be like it could have a little bit to do with the fact that they're sanding in the building now. Like they're saying drywall. So like there's dust in the air. So I'm sure it doesn't help. But uh yeah. This podcast episode might have to be shorter on account of um Freaking, I don't want my throat to go boogered up, especially we're coming up on the weekend, guys. I got to get more of that music done. I got to get the album done. My goal is, my uh, my goal is to finish recording the album by the end of May. And tomorrow, obviously, is officially the first day of May. So, um, yeah, that's, uh. That's exciting. Uh, we're getting into May. We're uh, a third of the way through the year, right? Yeah. March, April. Yes, we are a third of the way through the year, finally. This year has just been blown right by. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this is fun. Um, so, yeah, my plan is I've got... I, 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 what really helped me last Sunday, you know, aside from the panic attack... Uh, was I got a to-do list basically done. Essentially, it just lists out everything I need to do for the next four or five, six months uh, towards the release, towards getting it done on time, towards getting it out on a deadline. I'm not going to announce what that is yet because, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to make a big deal out of it and no one's going to care. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to have everything written down. Cause then at night I can just sleep. I don't have to be like, oh, what am I? What have I got to do towards the album? What do I have left to do? What do I need to do tomorrow? What do I need to do this week? But uh, of course, then I have a week like this where it's just like uh, I get home and it's late. And I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to. I don't want to work on music. I don't want to work on the release plan. I don't want to work on any of that. I just want to go to sleep, turn out the lights. Um, so, yeah, that's always fun. It seems like I always have a productive week and then a shit week, right? And I don't, I don't know. I don't know why it is, but it's just like, could I please just have like a week 
that's like in between, you know? Like, I still have time to watch a movie or watch some episodes of a TV show. Like, I'm able to take time for that while still being productive. <sighs> There's just not enough time in the day for that. Because, like, okay, so, like, I don't know. I think the problem with this week, it all started Monday. I mean, obviously, Sunday threw me off with the panic attack. And that's kind of been going on and off throughout the whole week. But it's more or less turned into the, you know, traditional anxiety. But, like, Monday. Monday was great starting out. Like, I got up an hour and a half early before work. And, of course, people would be like, oh, that's not very much. But, you know, it's 4 a.m. So, uh, I'm not really going above that if you're okay with that. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, you know, I got up. I had a good breakfast. You know, we still had a little bit of oats left. We're out now. So, I basically have nothing for breakfast except eggs. And I'm not that big of an egg guy. But, hey, protein's good for you or whatever. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, had a good breakfast, had time for coffee, I even started doing yoga, so I did 10 minutes of that, and honestly, I felt great, like everything was great, I think maybe the problem was I started the day out too high, because I've had days where like, right, or like, I wake up 5 minutes before it's time to leave for work, because I sleep through all my alarms, and it's just like, oh crap, uh, so you know, and I don't have anything in the fridge for lunch, and it's like, ah, everything's going wrong, this day's gonna suck, but then you got nowhere to go from there but up, you know? It's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Uh, and so it does. It's just like, well, you know, you take refuge in the little things. Like, hey, at least I had this pudding cup left over. Or, like, you know, had a little bit of yogurt I could grab. And, you know, you, 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 you find refuge in little things going right after the day starts out so horribly. Whereas when the day starts out fabulous, you know, you do your yoga, you do your meditation, you're feeling great. Uh, and then, you know, then the day starts. It's just like everything's annoying. Just like I got to work and he's like trying to turn on podcasts. And of course, sell your data is like, we're out, baby, because you use too much data for your limited plan. It's like, I need to, I need to upgrade it. I know, I know. I, uh, I consume too much content, guys. I consume too much content to, um, to limit myself limited but uh you know how it is so uh you know that was annoying fortunately i saw that problem i just like downloaded it and it took a long time to download the episodes i wanted to listen to but uh yeah but like little stuff like that just kept getting to me and it's just like i don't know when the day starts out so great and but then like you just like oh but i don't i don't want to go to work i just want to contemplate existence i want to contemplate reality you know i want to I want to do. I want to do a Buddha. I want to find a tree, sit under it for you know several days, and I want to achieve enlightenment. You know, <laughs> how do you know when you've achieved enlightenment? Like, could the Buddha have achieved a little more enlightenment and realized, oh, actually, reincarnation is bullshit? <laughs> Maybe he would have found Jesus if he stayed on the tree for a few day, more days. Gosh dang, Buddha. I mean, Jesus didn't come till like 500 years later, but, you know, that's always what fascinates me. It's just like, you know, Jesus had some good stuff, you know, love your neighbor as yourself, uh, do unto others as you had them do unto you. Some of that stuff is like, you know, that's ahead of his time, or so we thought, but then you see like Aristotle and like Socrates, who I guess didn't actually exist, I don't think, or was it the other one? One of those guys didn't actually exist. But, uh, and you know, you see, like, hear, like, the teachings of the Buddha. And you're like, these guys were, you know, a couple hundred years before Jesus. You know? 
it just shows you that you don't need if you don't need a specific religion to be a good person. You just need to to have a little empathy. And that's why I have a tr- problem with all these religious people. Because they don't use their religion to have empathy for people. They use it as an excuse to not have empathy. They're like, well, yeah, I know we slayed the natives and took their land. But you know, in the Old Testament, God killed the Canaanites. And we had the Israelites do that. And then he took the, they took their women. And they boned them. They, they raped them. <laughs> <laughs> It's all okay. I've literally heard people use that argument of like, you know, well, the native stuff is okay because, you know, even even God had the Israelites kill people in Canaan. It's just like, yeah, okay. I'm glad we can justify genocide. I'm glad. I'm honestly glad. Because, like, you know, beforehand there was nuance. We had to, like, think about, well, you know, you know, you know, is this, you know, the right what we did? Do we need to make reparations? Nah, nah, nah. Just look at the Old Testament. God said kill him. God loves genocide. Ah, <laughs> uh, dudes. I, can, I, I cannot believe the amount of garbage that was tried to get slipped past me when I was younger. Like, I'm going through, like, the Bible again. I'm listening to a couple, a couple podcasts to kind of dive into it. And it's just like, wow. I forgot how much garbage was in there. Like, don't get me wrong. I knew about it. You just... Use that good old cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance, boy. She's a little bit cognitive. Pastor, why did God have them commit genocide? Cognitive dissonance, boy. Here, have a bottle of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> It'll help you disconnect with reality and focus on maintaining your own beliefs. Like, wow, Pastor, now I can ignore all the bad stuff. <laughs> uh, if anyone's like religious that's it's like i don't know i i don't want to attack people because like that's not funny it's kind of like um kind of like islam you know right like muslims they were they're they're an easy target it's easy to attack them because of all the violence that's been committed but then you do that against christians and they're like that's not funny boy you can talk about the muslims because they're bad but we're God. We're we're God's chosen people. You can't make fun of us. We're gonna cancel you. It's like sorry, bah. sorry, bub. This ain't the '90s no more. We only cancel Dr. Seuss and Ben Shapiro. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't know. I know, I know. This isn't fun for people to listen to. If you're religious, and I, I I respect that. You know what? If you can be a good person in spite of your religious beliefs, kudos to you. But just, like, your priority should be having a little empathy, right? And, like, at least have a little bit of critical thinking. Don't don't swallow everything that's, that's spoon-fed to you by your church. And, uh, yeah, just, just do your best to not be a jerk. Because uh, otherwise, otherwise it's just it's, it, it, it sucks a bit. Not gonna lie, I am not gonna lie. But uh, I know you guys are just like we don't want to hear about this. I'm sorry, it's therapeutic for me. It's therapeutic to get this stuff off my chest. Cause believe me, it festers up big time. <laughs> it's just like uh, 
I, I really want to say this, but I'm not going to because I, I don't want to lose friends that I don't have. Uh, that's the thing for me it's just like these are people i have to like live with at this point in my life these are people who are all either going to be for the next few years or for the rest of my life hopefully you know a part of my life so like you can't say everything you want to and that sucks but that's just being part of a society that's cancel culture you letting them cancel you it's like no I'm, it's called it's called being a civil human being. Oh my gosh. It's like I don't I don't know guys. I do not know. I don't I don't have all the answers. I like to pretend I do sometimes. But um bottom line is it's time for news. It's time for news. Uh, I got a few news stories for this week guys. Hope you are Hope you're all excited about it. Um, let me just open them up. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's start with a nice, easy one. Um, so here's our local news for the week. Uh, Destination Rapid City, I assume that's the name of the organization, proposes giving meters to stop panhandling. Um, Essentially, what these are is they're just like little little meters people can give their change to, and it goes to the homeless, you know, societies, the homeless society, whatever. And uh, that way, all these people don't have to stand on the road asking for money; they can just get the money at the homeless society, self shelter, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'm <sighs> Rapid City has such a problem with homelessness. Like, it's not as bad as it could be, but like considering how cold it gets out here, <laughs> it's a problem. I always, like, try to think, like, okay, if I had as much money as Jeff Bezos, like, you know, obviously you could just end homelessness, but, like, I like to imagine, like, what would be, the like, the, the best way to do that, you know? That's the thing about those billionaires, you know? If you're a millionaire, you're just like, well, yeah, but everyone could spend a million dollars pretty quickly. Whereas a billionaire is just like, you have more money than anyone could ever spend in their life and it's just like it's constantly making more because of how you know how that whole system works but they hoard it so much and it's just like how do you get up every morning knowing you could end homelessness knowing you could end child poverty knowing you could end so much of these things you know these problems with other countries you could stop the you know sweatshops and everything i mean it'll be work don't get me wrong Money isn't the only thing you need, but it's a big thing. Like, how do you approach that and be like, nah, nah, I'm going to make and sell flamethrowers. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig a, dig a big old tunnel in the ground. <laughs> I think Elon Musk, like Tesla, has accomplished some cool things with electric vehicles. But fuck that guy. <laughs> he's such a child and it's just like it shows you that you don't have to be that smart <laughs> to be a millionaire you just gotta inherit it you gotta inherit millions and then uh invest in a company that makes you billions you gotta have money to make money that's the way capitalism works all right all right Vinny. enough enough um 
freaking marks for the day. Let's move on to uh, uh, other stuff. I'm going to skip past this because it's not funny anymore. <laughs> funny a second ago. But. All right, North Dakota, our good old cousin to the north, uh, vetoes North Dakota transgender sports bill. Um, this bill, it's very difficult to tell exactly what it does. But um, basically, I'll, I'll quote the article on this. The bill sought to prohibit public elementary and secondary schools from, quote, knowingly allowing a student to participate in a school-sponsored athletic team exclusively for their opposite sex. The bill does allow girls to play on boys' sports team. The bill also included an optional 2021-22 interim study on the impact of the bill on student athletic events. Any findings and recommendations would go to the 2023 legislature. So yeah, we'll study for a couple of years. Um... Uh, basically, this was um, this was just another anti-trans bill, right? Like it was just like we gotta stop the trans kids from playing in the other sports, and it's like honestly, they're kids. <laughs> All of a sudden, you care about women's sports? What's going on? <laughs> All these people that did nothing but make fun of women's sports and be like. <laughs> Yeah, you get your participation trophies for being women. <laughs> uh, now all of a sudden they're freaking out like, they're going to take advantage of a sport we didn't even care about. But uh, it's like the Dr. Seuss books. It's just like, what? They're banning Dr. Seuss books? It's like you don't even know the six books they banned. They weren't even that good. Trust me, I'm a Dr. Seuss connoisseur. Or I was. Now it's a little difficult. It was After I read a biography on Dr. Seuss, it's difficult to be a fan of him. Like, he has some good books, don't get me wrong. But, like, <laughs> cheated on his wife and then divorced her while she was dying of cancer. It's like, oof, oof, buddy, oof. And then, apparently, married the women he was uh, cheating on her with. And then, eventually, after him asking her not to sell his estate, after he was dead, she sold it all. Yeah, what goes around comes around. I guess he got. I guess he he in a way he got his karma. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, this bill did not go by, which is good news for trans people. Um, essentially, the governor uh, just said, "Hey, there's nothing. <laughs> there's none of this going on. Like you're addressing an issue that isn't even there. You're wasting time. And also, we have like we have systems in place." To protect our students. Everything. Everything is already taken care of. Stop freaking out. Um, let me see if I can find the exact quote. Uh, ah. North Dakota has fairness in girls and boys sports in large part. Because of the caring and thoughtful leadership of the North Dakota High School Activities Association Board and its members. We have every confidence that they will continue to ensure a level playing field for the more than 27,000 students who participate in North Dakota high school sports. Damn, boy, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> uh, how many people even live in North Dakota? So we have 800,000 in South Dakota. Let's look up the population of North Dakota. Uh, seven. Whoa! Okay. I thought it was more. But uh, it's still quite a few. So, okay, it shows Wyoming and North Dakota, South Dakota here. So South Dakota is... Just barely above it. It's like essentially a little over 10,000. Yeah, a little over. No, hang on. Sorry. My brain's not working right. 
Okay, so yeah, basically it's 100,000 more in South Dakota. Wyoming has only 578,000. Uh, so that's interesting. These numbers are all updated, so they're pretty accurate. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Both of them have been booming recently. I think there was like a, in North Dakota, yeah, there was a big boom around 2011 because of the oil fields. It's kind of leveled off now, though. Uh, South Dakota is still going up. It's kind of just gra been gradually going up since 2002. Don't know why. South Dakota sucks. <laughs> it's got pretty, don't get me wrong. It's got, it's got some pretty areas. But, man, the winters are bad. And our governor sucks. So, uh, that's a thing. Anyway, yeah, thank you, North Dakota, for uh, getting rid of that bill. Um, in other news, Caitlyn Jenner announces run for California governor. I really have nothing to add to this. Although it's interesting that I've seen, like, conservative co-workers freak out. And it's just like, you know she's been a lifelong conservative, right? So it's just going to be interesting. Like, this is not the first celebrity we've had run for governor of, of, of California. Like, you know, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, we had, um, freaking... Freaking Reagan, Reagan, he, he wasn't a politician before, but he just decided, hey, you know what's a great job for an actor? I'm going to run for governor and then be president. As long as I say that I'm religious, people will love me. Uh, honestly, <laughs> Reagan, is, Reagan is far from the worst president we've had, but I think I hate him the most just because of how rock hard conservative Christians are about him. They're just like, he was so great. He's like, oh, shut up. I get it. You like people that agree with you. All right. So Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Not really much to add here. She's a lifelong conservative. She would likely not be that great of a governor. Uh, she's also transgender, which is going to be interesting. Because all of a sudden we're going to see the Bill Maher Democrats of the world being like, now I can be transphobic because <laughs> it's a conservative. What? Why are people mad at me? Uh, and then we're going to see a lot of conservatives be like, well, I, I don't agree with uh, transgender people. But, uh, you know, it's better to have a conservative than a uh, Democratic governor. Uh, don't get me wrong. The governor, the current governor of California has fucked up big time. Uh, so it's it's no it's not gonna be a uh, stretch to say that uh, Caitlyn Jenner does have a bit of a chance here. I'm not gonna interpolate very much into that though. That's just me guessing. Yeah, it's not that far fetched, right? But um, yeah, I just my problem with Caitlyn Jenner is not that she is uh, transgender. The problem for me is that she is an out of touch celebrity who would not. Be a good governor. But uh, then again, neither would most politicians, I guess. So uh, what do you do? What do you do indeed? All right. Um, moving along here. Uh, here is some atheist news for you. I know. You guys hate my atheist news. But this week, we can all get together and say that we don't like Richard Dawkins. Because he has once again been showing his boomer. What is up with him anyway? Like what's it? Uh, what's up with the other, all these people who are great authors? Like, like uh, God Delusion was a. It's, it's a well-written book. 
Like Richard Dawkins is a good science communicator, and he's good at, at at wording his arguments. So how is it that these people get on Twitter and all of a sudden they uh, they just stir up a big shitstorm? They're just like, uh, me, let me stir the pot. Let me make people angry. It's just like, what's wrong with you? Just like, you can look at like an older tweet where he was just like, why are Christians so concerned about people saying Merry Christmas? It's not that big a deal. And then recently he's just like, atheists are afraid to say Merry Christmas. They say happy holidays instead. Well, I'm one atheist that isn't afraid to say Merry Christmas. It's just like, do you really, how can you have been like the early 90s face, face of atheists? Actually, when did the God Delusion come out? When did the God Delusion... When was the God Delusion written? Uh, 2000... Wait, what? That's not right. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's a 2006 book? Really? What was... Was it not an earlier version, like the 90s? Hmm. When did he start... Because uh, he fathered the meme back in... When was this, uh, the word meme? Selfish Gene was... In 1976. So that's when he came up with the meme and everything. Um, Okay. So when did he first start publicly criticizing religion? That is what I want to know. Um, apparently... Apparently that was 2006. But you get the point, right? Like, um, how is basically the grandfather of atheism uh, not capable of, of thinking through like, huh, why is it that Happy Holidays is, is nicer and more inclusive? It's just like, I don't know, maybe because not everybody celebrates Christmas? Maybe because there are Jewish people that celebrate Hanukkah? There are, uh, there are Buddhist... And Hindu people who celebrate that one religion, that who, which name I can never remember, it makes me feel bad because it sounds like a cool holiday. And I think they're cool people. And I want to learn more about them, but I don't know where to begin. <laughs> Maybe that. Why can't, uh, why can't people just have empathy? Why can't they think about things from other perspectives? Anyway, recently he lost his Humanist of the Year award, which is an award nobody knows about or cares about. So don't go touting, oh, you guys canceling Richard Dawkins. You don't care. You never liked him. You you should be happy. <laughs> you only care because, like, it's an issue that you think he agrees with you on. And I don't think he quite does. It's just he's got bad opinions. Anyway, yeah. Uh, he wrote this tweet recently. This was on April 10th that he published this. In 2015, Rachel Dolezal, a white chapter president of NAACP, was vilified for identifying as black. Some men choose to identify as women, and some women choose to identify as men. You will be vilified if you de deny that they literally are what they identify as. Discuss. <laughs> That's such a boomer thing to say. Just like, discuss. Why aren't people discussing? <laughs> Have you never been on Twitter? Uh, he replied that later, I do not intend to dis or he yeah adds to, to his tweet. I do not intend to disparage trans people. I see that my academic disgust question 
That's not a question. That's a statement. That's like an order. Discuss now. Do it. Why aren't you discussing? Um, it has been misconstructed, so as such, and I deplore this. It was not my intent to ally in any way with Republican bigots in U.S. now exploring the issue. Uh, his his tweets are so freaking like, I get it. He's a smart guy, and he's used to being the smartest guy in a room. But, um, yeah, I don't know, dudes. I don't know. It feels bad because, like, The God Delusion was a book that really helped me, uh, helped me kind of work through some stuff because like a lot of these things were like yeah this is thoughts that i've been having too how you know this is this is interesting because like these were all like everything he said in the book was like things that had already crossed my mind but i didn't know how to put them in words and he just did a good job of that he did a good job of listing all the arguments now i do not think like his book is in any way fair and balanced but like i also don't think that religion holds at any at all fighting chance against like you know kind of a skeptical, more, I guess, atheistic approach to things, right? Because, like, religion has to always, it has to always confirm its own beliefs. Whereas, like, when you're a free thinker, you gotta, you, you, you're able to question everything and come to a conclusion on everything. Maybe that's the point he was trying to make here. Maybe he was, like, trying to be like, oh, we gotta question this, but that's the thing, right? It's just, like, I, I don't know like what at a, at a certain point you got to understand that a gender in in and of itself as we perceive it is a concept which has which is just it's a social construct that like there is a difference between biological sex and uh gender as seen by uh freaking uh by by the world because that's just the way it works you know what i mean um, I think, I don't want to be like, well, I understand transgender people. I'm basically transgender myself. But, like, I can, in a way, relate to, like, the the, the idea of being queer or non-gender conforming. Because it's just like, yeah, I've never felt like, you know, what other people identify as a man. And people are just like, oh, you're just being pressured because you're not quite as manly as normal men. So you just think that you must be a woman. No, I don't think I'm a woman. I'm I'm something else. I don't know. What what does it matter, right? Like it doesn't matter to me. It matters to other people. So uh, they need they need to have the right to identify and not be judged for what they identify as, you know. And you know where I've actually felt the pressure from? I've felt the pressure from straight cis people who are just like, oh, you can't, you can't, you can't sew because that's womanly. Oh, you can't do this because that's not what men do. You got to eat beef because you're a man. Why are you eating salad? Are you a woman? That's the kind of shit I've heard. And like, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I um, find that to be more offensive than any trans activists have ever been. Uh, anyway, so human society basically said, hey, we no longer, we, we, we don't feel like Richard Dawkins is upholding uh humanistic values anymore so we're taking away his award which was probably the best thing they could have done it's not like it mattered either way right like you know do, do noble prizes look back and be like hey we don't think this guy who stole what's her name you know this this female scientist research which has happened several times we don't think that he actually deserved this no nobel prize so uh we're taking it away i mean i'd like it if they did that but like that never happens 
suck. It kind of, maybe there's an issue there. I can understand why some people who are defending Dawkins might say that. But uh, the bottom line is, just don't, just don't, don't be stupid. Don't, don't, don't have bad things. <laughs> that sounds like, you should always agree with me. Why are you disagreeing with me? No, no. Um, I'm just saying, freaking, uh, I don't know. Like, is this really the best way to learn about stuff? Just asking random people on Twitter, discuss. It's like, why not just... The Humanist Society has a chapter made up of trans people who um, who help advise on trans issues. He could have gone there. He could have gone to them and been like, hey, uh, I want to learn more about this so that I can become a better, uh, com- better uh, science communicator and better humanist communicator and better atheist, whatever. You know, instead, he just he goes on Twitter and he makes a mess of things. And then, you know. Instead of apologizing, just like you guys just took it the wrong way. You guys just don't understand. It's just like doesn't even see doesn't even see why people are offended by this. Like that's a thing, right? It's just like the implication of like, like oh, trans people are just lying. It's like really, how many trans people have you talked to that you just like? Yep, they're just lying. That's the problem. They say they're they say they're men, but they're actually not. Or women. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, last but not least, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan says don't get vaccinated. Wow. Uh, what a surprise. A person who has uh, who's <laughs> made a lot of money from having offensive opinions uh, once again has a bad opinion. Um, obviously, this is bad for your herd immunity. We need, we need, I don't, like, there's apparently, like, um, I, I, like, among healthcare workers, there's, like, I, I want to say, like, 30% of them healthcare workers have, like, vaccine hesitancy, which is crazy. But, like, that's a thing. It's just, like, hot. Studies, this was studied so carefully. These are always kept careful eye on. Issues are always studied. You can see this. You can look it up. It's very easy. But instead, all these people just like want to confirm their own biases. Um, his anti-vaccine narrative is basically just like freaking. Uh, uh, yeah, he's just saying, hey, if you're young and healthy, don't get vaccinated, which, uh, you know, kind of ignores the whole, uh, you know, herd immunity thing. We don't want this thing spreading. We don't want it mutating into something worse. You know, so, uh, yeah, consider getting your vaccination, please. But I understand that, like, Joe Rogan isn't going to actually sway that many people, right? People listening to him have already made up their mind about one thing or another. You know, I don't think there are that many people that, like, worship his every word and are just, like, every single thing he says is just like, wow, I've changed my whole opinion. I was going to get vaccinated, but now I'm not. Like, you know, if someone's going to get vaccinated, they either are going to or they have already done it. Or they were never going to. Uh, I, I, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe consider getting a vaccine anyway. I mean, I know a lot of people won't. I know most of my coworkers won't. Because they're freaking anti-science people. But they d- think they aren't. Because they're just like, well, no. If you, if you look on Parler, you'll find the real truth. 
like, of course you can't look on Google because Google's giving you their narrative. It's like Google doesn't give a fuck. They just want to make money. You really think all these all these doctors are lying to you? All these doctors and scientists. You're just gonna sit there, you know, with your freaking here in South Dakota. You've already oh, you've always lived here. You don't you don't you you haven't <clears throat> you haven't studied this stuff. But you're gonna be like, nope. All these people who study it are lying. I know the truth. I've been on Parlor. Gosh dang, guys. Yeah, okay. Calm down, Vinny. Calm down. Just ignore him. Just ignore Ben Shapiro. But dude, he bought a piece of wood and put it in a bag. <laughs> what a fucking moron. Oh my gosh. I'm once again asking you, please, ignore Ben Shapiro. Like I said last week. Ignore him, guys. Please. We have to. This has gone too far. It's not funny anymore. The meme is dead. The meme is dead. Ben Shapiro, I know you're trying to up and up it, but like, there's only so many times you can put a single piece of wood in a bag that it doesn't fit in and be like, I kept it, I kept it at Home Depot because they don't care to the left. Nobody cares. Go away. We get it. You can't make your wife come because you have such a small, small penis. Okay. 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 That's all. Let's all take a moment, a moment of relaxation. Take a deep breath. All right, there you go. That was your news. Uh, make sure to do a longer meditation session than that one breath I just guided you through. But uh, yeah, uh, this week was actually pretty uneventful. Like I didn't have that much I want to talk about. So now I guess we move on to recommendations. We're doing recommendations, guys. So, um, let's start with movie because that's the thing I have prepared. The Big Lebowski. That's this week's recommendation because it's a good movie and it's surprisingly, uh, surprising. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It's just like, it's a movie which after watching, I was just like, what was the point of any of that? And then, like, I had to think about it, and I, I looked it up online, some essays about it, and I was like, because it's one of those films that I knew there was something else it was trying to say, right? Like, it's just like, there's something here. Like, this is too, this can't be a nonsense film, because I've watched nonsense films before, you know? This was just like, I can tell there's something going on here. There's, like, an allegory or some deeper meaning. And uh, what I found out about it was very interesting, but I'm not going to spoil it. Basically... Just uh, just watch the film, take a moment to be like, what the hell was that? And uh, then we can all get together and read some essays and be like, whoa, man, existentialism. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Read some, read some of the good essays on Google. Top few ones that come up when you search a uh, big Lebowski uh, film essay are pretty good, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, yeah, that'll give you an idea afterwards but watch it watch it blind if you haven't watched it already it's a classic um tv show frick um this is a tv show i wanted to watch but i couldn't so i'm recommending it here instead it's on netflix but i'm not able to watch it on netflix because family parental settings are on jenna's family's netflix account and i don't know i I it's not like i can just call and be like hey 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 mother-in-law could you could you turn off parental controls 
so I can watch mature mature TV shows on Netflix. I mean, I get why they why they have it on. They have kids. They don't want the kids, you know, looking up uh, bad shows. But it kind of ticks me off because I can't watch any of my stand-up comedy shows that I want to watch. Uh, but nonetheless, we will not worry about it because it's fine. It's fine. Uh, anyway, this show is called the... Uh, something What's it called? Oh, no, I can't remember. I can't remember because I'm stupid. Um, the Midnight Gospel. It is essentially a uh, exploration into existentialism, but it's like an animated show going on as well. So, um, yeah, it was, I just seen some clips from it, and it's just like a thing where it's just like afterwards I'm just like, whoa, man, existential crisis. But like the show actually has a decent plot to it. Um, but obviously I can't go into much more than that. A, because I don't want to spoil it. And B, because I can't spoil it that much because I haven't been able to watch it. Because it's only on Netflix. And I don't have a Netflix account that lets you watch adult shows. Uh, anyway, yeah. Midnight Gospel is our TV show recommendation. Let's move on to music. Show me the music. Uh, so um, this week, I can't remember if I recommended uh, the Ben Folds album, A Sound of the Life of the Mind, last week. I think I did. So we're going to this week recommend George Ezra's um, second album, second studio album. Um, what is it called? Staying at Tomorrow's. Yes, it is a good album. I definitely recommend it. It's, just a, fun, it's a fun singer-songwriter album. I like it a lot, and I'm excited that he's going to be releasing new music eventually. I I think he's he started working on uh, recording, so that's exciting. Um, ah, book book for this week, freaking uh, freaking freaking freaking. Let me open Audible, so I see my library. What have I finished? What have I finished but not recommended on the podcast yet? Um, ah. all right. Um, this week I'm going to recommend this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck uh, it's by Mark Manson and it is just it's a good read it's a good read it's a good motivational read essentially it's just it's just advice on like you know going through life just not not caring about what other people have picked out for your life or what you feel like society wants you to do with it or like you know, just 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 not caring whatsoever. It's a good book, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I I can't remember that much more details about it other than that I enjoyed it a lot. So that'll be that'll be this week's book recommendation. Uh, last but not least, podcast. Uh, check out Double Threat with uh, uh, Tom Sharpling and Julie Klausner. I can't remember if I recommended that yet, but I don't think I have. So that's going to be this week's recommendation for podcast. I'm going to run out of podcasts because I don't listen to that many. But uh, once I do, I guess I'll just stop recommending podcasts. Or I'll find new ones and then stop watching them because I can't listen to that many more podcasts. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I think think we are ready for the final segment of the show which is highs and lows so <clears throat> my low for this week i had it picked out 
Because <laughs> there have been a few. And every time I was just like, this could be my low. This could also be my low. Um, But I think my low is just going to be my freaking sore throat. Because I'm not excited about that. I don't I don't want to not be able to record music this weekend. Like I've I've been I've been saving. I've been waiting. I'm just like, okay, just save your energy. You can get a lot done this weekend. No, I'm not gonna be able to. Uh but anyway. Let's get some three highs in here. So my first high is I'm excited for the Cave Collective's big festival, like the Cave Fest X, which is happening uh as of this release, tomorrow and Sunday. So uh, next two days. Um, I'm excited. I've got my tickets already. I'm excited to go there. I got to drop Jan off at the airport. She's flying back uh, to home visit family uh, tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to be alone for a week. So sad times. But hey, that's uh, that's part of uh, having family far away. Is that sometimes people want to visit them. <laughs> I don't because I have anxiety. Uh, so yeah, um, I am excited to uh, for the Cave Collective to open again because I really like those guys. I think they're great at what they do. I think they're they're um really fun people, and I hope they have a lot of success this time through. And I am going to be supporting them all the way any way I can, uh, because I am overly attached to people very easily, and it's a little embarrassing to be honest. <laughs> I legitimately we went to like their little they had like a garage sale and went to go support that. Um but it's just like talking to them again is just like man I don't I don't know I don't know why I feel like I connect with with certain people, but it's just like I don't know. Like people that like go to that much trouble to make venue for other people and to help young people have like a creative, safe and sober space, it's just like so wholesome, so wholesome, wholesome 100, eh, memes, um, but yeah, <laughs> it's always fun, because I'm just like, you know, naturally, me being me, my brain is just like, hey, dude, they hate you, they they don't like you, they hate you, and then I talk to them, and they're so friendly, and sweet, and they remember me, and I'm just like, wow, they remember me, and they care about me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I'm not completely forgettable And then a few days later It's just like They hate you dude They hate you. <laughs> Welcome To having Whatever it is I have I don't know Social anxiety I don't know It's nothing against It's nothing against anyone I was just born broken or something I don't know Anywho uh, Second high of the week I have been listening through To uh, George Ezra's podcast Phone a friend with him and Ollie, Ollie Amen. Um, and it's just been, it's just been a fun ride. They are two funny dudes, and it's uh, it's been awesome. Um, and it's I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, uh, funny more ones. And it's just like it's just nice to um to have some more positive podcasts to listen to. You know, I've been listening to obviously Phone a Friend, but also, uh, in addition to this week's recommendations that I mentioned, a double threat. I've been listening to a new podcast from some TikTokers. I know TikTok cringe, but um, it's uh the good, the Dan, and the Florida man, and they're just they're really good comedians. They're good at what they do, and uh, you know I just love to see it because uh, a lot of young comedians just don't get the uh, recognition they deserve, and they've they've been doing it for a bit, and you can tell that they've they've put their ten thousand hours in. Their improv is on point. They are really good at what they do, and they're just like the dynamic between them 
is fabulous. They are some talented, funny boys, and I support them <laughs> because they are good at what they do. All right, last high of this week is gonna be me finally sending those uh, first few uh, songs over to get mixed and mastered. It was kind of stressful, and it still is, because I'm nervous about how it's gonna turn out, and I'm obviously going through every worst case scenario, and I'm not good at conflict. So, of course, that's always it. It's like, oh, what if I have to say I don't like something about it? But, you know, sometimes you just got to hand your work off to somebody else who can do a better job with it than you. And uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking this is going to be. So, uh, yeah, that is my highs for the week. I am going to go use the bathroom because I need to pee and then I need to drink more water because my throat is starting to tickle me. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much, as always joining me on this week's episode of the podcast um it is now on google podcasts itunes has been being annoying for me good old itunes as always being the pain in my butthole um but yeah it will be on itunes and spotify hopefully very very soon as well as i'm getting it on several different other platforms so that's exciting yeah so uh hope you guys have a fabulous weekend take care of yourselves i love you make sure to love yourself And I will catch you guys next week for another episode of Fridays with Vinny. Until then, take it easy and goodbye.